The skies have not cleared yet. My weekly market review, December 11th, 2022. Over the past few weeks, the macro environment has generally become less bad. And that does justify some kind of rally. But it's important not to confuse less bad conditions with actual good ones. It's important not to misinterpret year-end seasonal factors and positioning combined with a sudden burst of optimism with the implication that this has sown the seeds for a sustainable rally and an end to all this volatility. We saw in full technicolor, mostly red, last week that it has not. When the day finally arrives, when the Fed stops hiking rates, that'll doubtless be one big negative out of the way. But the question will then become, just how bad is the economy? And the answer could well be along the lines of pretty damn bad. Even if the Fed stops hiking interest rates after the December or February meeting, which is far from a short thing, economic growth will likely continue to roll over and corporate earnings will remain under pressure. A stagnant economy and falling earnings do not create a good environment for stocks. In that scenario, earnings are likely to be depressed until the Fed finally pivots and starts cutting rates again to stimulate the economy in an environment where it feels inflation is at least mostly under control. Mid-2023, end of 2023, 2024, who knows? I'm not trying to be a complete Debbie Downer here. Some good things are happening, and there's been a tangible improvement in market conditions in recent weeks, but this stuff has been aggressively priced in already. And we got an acute reminder last week that there were still plenty of major obstacles for risk assets, including still rising interest rates, slowing growth, still high inflation, and falling earnings. Not to mention China COVID, the supply chain, Ukraine, and the cremation of crypto. The problem here is that there's still enough good news to eventually mean more bad news. The current catch-22 for stocks is that if the economy is too strong, it means more inflation and more Fed tightening, thereby hurting stock valuations. If the economy is too weak, it can mean lower earnings, thereby hurting stock valuations. Ending up on that narrow piece of middle ground is going to be very tricky. The skies have most certainly not cleared yet. Much of last week was spent playing a waiting game before next week's avalanche of critical data. See more details in the upcoming calendar. And has been the case lately, when the market is awaiting something to give it a renewed sense of direction, it tends to just sink steadily lower while it waits. US equities tumbled early in the week as a better-than-expected report on the state of the services sector raised more good-news-is-bad-news concerns that the strong economy will prompt the Fed to keep increasing interest rates to bring down inflation. Market interest rates jumped, tech stocks got pounded again, bond prices fell, and the so-called fear index, the VIX, spiked 8% in a day. There was also a consistent drumbeat of caution from major bank CEOs last week, including those of Bank of America, Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, and others, at the Goldman Sachs Financial Services Conference, throwing microeconomic fuel onto what had previously been a macroeconomic-driven fire. 
We learned that the rate of wholesale inflation of raw materials is broadly heading in the right direction, if a little more slowly than the Fed would ideally like. Data released last week showed the producer price index, PPI, rose 0.3% in November, a little higher than expected, but no higher than the month before, and was up 7.4% from a year ago, easing from the 8.1% year-on-year in October. Core PPI, which excludes volatile food and energy prices, also climbed 0.3% and was up 4.9% year-on-year, down from a rate of 5.4% the month before. The market is very much on edge ahead of next week's Consumer Price Index CPI Retail Inflation Report on Tuesday morning. Any indication that prices remain elevated and that inflation is proving to be more sticky than the recent narrative has led us to believe could be very damaging. This market narrative that the Fed seems to have finally broken the back of inflation has been the dominant one for the last few weeks, but doubts certainly began to creep in last week. And if this is just the latest example of an emperor with no clothes, like all the other false starts of 2022, things could get ugly. The very next day comes the announcement of the Fed's final interest rate hike of 2022, with half a percent increase all but certain. But with the tone and nuance of Chair Jay Powell's ensuing news conference likely to prove critical to the market's reaction. And then the day after that, we'll hear from the European Central Bank on what they are doing with interest rates over there. Strap in, this could be a frenzied week one way or the other. As I constantly have to do every few weeks, I do want to emphasize that for investors with significant time horizons, 15, 20 years plus, we are experiencing what could be a once every 10 to 20 years buying opportunity, regardless of any gloomy stuff you may be hearing or reading, including in this very weekly review sometimes, regarding the medium term outlook for stocks. As I have said before, real time market declines are always painful and possible future declines always seem scary. But past declines never fail to look like, often missed, golden opportunities to buy. And what we are going through right now will one day be a past decline. We don't know exactly when this will be, but we do know that many people will one day look back on now and wish that they had taken greater advantage of the prevailing circumstances.